both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. I belong to me. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. Coming up, Ashley Simpson right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I am your host, Leah Russo, and today we are going to be talking about the season four premiere. That's the final season premiere of Newlyweds. And I have a very special guest on. She is one of us, you guys. She is so obsessed with everything pop culture from 90s, 2000s, today, everything. And she talks about it on her own podcast, Best Week Ever. So everybody, please welcome Vanessa. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for having me on Best Week Ever. How long ago was that now? Um, I want to say it was definitely around October and I'm having you back on. I have like a schedule list of when I want you back on. So I'm hoping to have you back on in the spring or summertime when real pop culture really hits the fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I can't wait. It was really fun to be on your podcast. So you guys have to check it out. And Vanessa, do you want to just explain to my audience if they haven't heard your podcast yet, what it's all about? Yeah, so it's called Best Week Ever, and I basically have a guest each week where we discuss who's having the worst and best week ever in pop culture, and it's completely innocuous and up to our guest and me on who's having the worst and best week, and we just have a lot of fun um, discussing hot takes, and yeah, basically it's a lot of fun just talking on who's having the worst and best week. And so what was your inspiration to start the podcast? Definitely VH1's, um, it's a homage, my podcast, to VH1's um, Best Week Ever TV show. That's where I basically know, come to know all my comedians, like Jesse Klein, uh, Nick Kroll was in it, um, just a bunch of people that you see today that are famous, like June Diane Raphael was in it and her husband was in it as well like just a lot of comedian writers that I really felt when watching it I was like oh my god I want this to be my job and then when the pandemic happened and like I was a first-time mom out of a job I was like I want to talk about pop culture again where we discuss who's having the best and worst week so definitely VH1 was a huge huge um, inspiration. Thank you for picking up the slack on that because why did they ever end that show? <laughs> I don't know. I know um, I'm messing up on his name, but it's Paul something. He's like really, really hilarious. Um, he's Sheer? In a lot of is it Paul Sheer? Is it Paul Sheer? Uh, he has like a mustache. He was like one of the creators. Oh, Paul, it's Paul F. Tompkins. 
Yes, he was the creator of that show and he like would be on it all the time. And I don't know, he I guess he moved on to bigger and better things. But I always message him saying, like, can you please bring back this show on TV? Because the people need to know. <laughs> yes. And I feel like that was really the first pop culture commentary show. That was before the soup, right? I want to say because I know I remember watching like the talk soup something sort of like that on e when mm -hmm. it was in the 90s but yeah they were in the late 90s and it was just hilarious because it was just a bunch of comedian and writers and sometimes they would have celebs on there too just putting in their two cents of what they thought was funny about that person in pop culture and I just wanted to like reenact that whole image yeah, of course there was a lot of pop culture commentary in general on shows on channels like MTV and VH1, but I felt like that was the first show that really consolidated like here's what happened this week with like that many people instead of just one host talking about it or something. And it was really funny because you got so many different perspectives. Yeah, um, truly. And just hearing, I mean, I try to find it on YouTube because it's not streaming anywhere and it's really hard to find. Like, I just want to go. There's like this one week where Paul F. Tompkins was making fun of this paparazzi photographer who basically um, kind of talked down to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. It was when she was... <laughs> divorcing John Stamos and she was at some sort of event and she was ignoring the paparazzi and the paparazzi was like oh man no wonder your husband left you in the I'm paraphrasing oh. here really really dirty I've been trying to find that video and that clip and that episode nowhere to be found but it's still embedded in my brain that is so horrible oh my god yeah well, whatever <laughs> yeah I mean at least she ended up marrying Jerry O'Connell and having those twins right don't they have twins right I mean in full circle John Stamos is now part of the Jessica Simpson TV show that we're all like waiting and anticipating to watch which mm -hmm. is crazy yeah yeah and you know what when every time I see the title best week ever I think of this one episode that is also burned into my brain and I wonder how many other people out there have like random episodes that they can't forget but I remember the week that yeah by Usher came out oh and man that's a good one <laughs> and it's so funny because I feel like at the time you know I couldn't possibly have known how iconic that song would end up being but I felt like that's what they were talking about like they were already acknowledging like this just happened a week ago but they were all talking about like how I don't know energetic and electric the song was and they were making fun of it because it was kind of funny with Lil John and everything but at the same time it was a legitimately like awesome club jam and they were talking about how they were surprised that you know smooth like slow R&B Usher was coming out with this different sound and everything and it's <laughs> funny because it would he would end up dominating I mean that year he was like number one every single week almost on the charts and everything but it was just it just I will always remember that I watched that episode like 10 times because they would repeat it every single day. Yeah, I that's what I loved about that show. They would literally have playbacks of that show for that week. And I'll never forget that now that you're mentioning and I'm thinking back of episodes. Um, remember, you you do remember, why am I asking? The Jessica Simpson um, concert where she wore those pants and everyone called her fat. 
I remember mm-hmm. that was in one week and they put her on the worst week, but they weren't even making fun of her. They were making fun of the people that were calling her fat, which I appreciate now looking back oh my at gosh. it. Thank God, because that was so wrong. I mean, I'm going to need a Xanax if we start talking about it because it <laughs> stresses me out so much. I cannot believe that that whole thing even happened, especially because it like we always talk about the early 2000s and how brutal it was, but that wasn't even the early 2000s. That was 2009. Yes. Yeah. That show has been on for a long time. I mean, I think it got canceled in the mid 2010s around there. Wow. Wow, I didn't realize it lasted that long. But I was definitely, especially at the beginning when it first came on, I was so obsessed with it. Was that, did it start in 04 or 03? Yeah, it had to start when I was in high school. So that does um, track. Yeah, it had to be around 03-ish. And so around that time when you were in high school, what what icons of that era were you the most obsessed with? Oof. Probably... <laughs> I was super into Avril Lavigne. I was very much a punk emo kid, and I was super into the indie sleaze of that time, for sure. Oh, I love that. So then how do you feel about Ashley? Oh, Ashley was my favorite. I mean, I you saw my senior year picture. Ashley was my muse when it came to hair. When she <laughs> dyed that hair black and cut bangs, I was like, that's the haircut I want. I remember going to the hair salon and being like, dye my hair this dark black and make it choppy like this. Um, obviously, <laughs> it was like a box dye that I brought into my hairstylist, but I made it work and she was definitely when it came to music and it came to style, I always looked up to Avril Lavigne, Ashley Simpson. I was into the Distillers. I don't know if you remember that band, but the lead singer mm-hmm. of Distillers, I was totally into her as well. What about Fifi Dobson? Yes, Fifi Dobson <laughs> was very fleeting. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I remember her being like in ABC Family or something because she did some like cameos, right? Acting cameos on TV shows. Oh, did she? I feel like I'm wrong, but I do remember her being like a hot pop star for like one second. Yeah. A lot of people had those brief moments or, you know, I guess you could call them one hit wonders especially after Ashley and Avril. I feel like that was the name of the game because we were moving out of the whole Britney pop star thing and more into, you know, you had to have a little bit of edge. You had to smear your yesterday's eyeliner, you know? Oh, yeah. I definitely was smudging my mascara to make my eyes look really cool (laughs) at that time. If I was taking off my makeup to go to bed, I would like leave a little bit of the eye liner on so that I would still have it in the morning so you know I could look cool like Ashley that is a hot tip I'm gonna start doing that because that that is coming back it's coming back (laughs) it is I keep seeing um like drag queens and other people too on on a tiktok like before they wash their face in the morning to get ready they put black eyeliner all over their eyes and then they wash their face so that it's like half on half off a little smeared I'm like oh girl that is 2004 yeah no I definitely (laughs) remember doing that all the time where yeah I would just I remember reading um like makeup tips on like Cosmopolitan or like teen magazine like teen vogue where there was this one time it was that where there were like 
put on eyeliner, smudge it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Wash your face and then put your makeup on. It was a tip on Cosmopolitan, mm-hmm. one of those teen magazines. Yeah, things really started shifting into you have to be a perfect blonde bombshell into it's cool not to shower. It's cool to dress like a boy. It's cool to wear like less form-fitting stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. I was all about, and I have to thank Ashley Simpson for this. I had these cargo shorts. Like, they were my brother's, and they didn't fit him anymore. And I was like, I'll wear them. And I lived in them for, like, two years, 2003, 2004, I think till senior year, it was like my favorite thing to wear was these cargo looking shorts that were like basically up to my knee looking like capris, but they were so baggy and I would wear it with a tight t-shirt, you know, that would say like, I've misplaced my boyfriend, (laughs) like something. (laughs) Yes. And the thing is, Jessica used to wear those type of cargo pants or shorts or capris as well, but she would wear them with like high heels. (laughs) Yes. And I just listened um, this week to your episode with you and Jesse talking about the juicy of it all, where she would wear it with high heels. And I remember wanting to buy wedges just to wear like sweats with wedges, just like Jessica Simpson. It's such like a fashion style that I love to see. Mm-hmm. She's the queen of mixing glam with casual laid yes. back mm-hmm. rather than you know, being dressed up or dressed down. It was like she would blend it and it would just, I just love it. That's still one of my all-time favorite looks is when a girl has full makeup and hair done, but she's wearing like sweats. That's like my go-to if I'm just like hanging out with friends, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, okay. Let's talk about how did you first hear about Jessica? Like, were you a fan of her music or did you get more into her when Newlyweds came around? So I was a huge fan. I think her song, I Want to Love You Forever, I was in I was starting middle school, if I'm correct, because fifth grade, sixth grade. I remember loving that song in the radio, and I didn't really start loving her as as an artist until I saw her on Newlyweds, how cute she was, again, with the fashion. Um, She was very relatable as a teen girl, not knowing a lot of things at that time. (laughs) I felt like her and I, like, like, we kind of have brainwaves, you know? Where And I also had a very toxic boyfriend who was very verbally and emotionally abusive to me. And I, looking back at that show, I'm like, ugh, like, it's, it just reminds me, like, Nick Lachey was also sort of emotionally abusive towards Jessica Simpson, especially in this episode that we're going to talk about. I know, I know. This episode is not cute. (laughs) No, it was very hard to watch because I'm rooting for her and at the same time being like, shut up, Nick. (laughs) I know. It's like even Nick fans, when they message me, they're like, this is horrible. I know. It's it's like something girls would not put up with today. Like if a man were to make fun of me of like what I'm wearing or whatever, or teasing me, I would drop him in a minute, like not even a minute, a hot second. I would drop that guy. I know. I think that this show really normalized very old school, primitive couple dynamics, which is so weird. Yeah. The two thousands, man, they were very toxic when it came to like couples and misogyny and, yeah just women in general like we were always being judged and 
it this was this episode reminded me so much of that yeah it was very he i feel like he's always referencing her in an old ball and chain type of way when yes. really they should have been having the time of their lives if they were really a great couple then you know all of this success and money should have only strengthened them right because now they don't have to really worry about making the mortgage or anything whereas at the beginning of newlyweds they said that they were kind of like a little bit worried about having a you know two million dollar mansion because they didn't their careers were unstable at the time they didn't really know if they were gonna be able to maintain that lifestyle and everything so you would think that it would actually take a weight off their shoulders the success and the money and stuff but instead it just kind of highlighted all these issues that they were able to I think push away before that success came and then when the success came and when the cameras were on them it just became so obvious that there was a problem oh it's so obvious the fact that Nick did not hide his competitiveness with her and in this episode we'll get into it as well where I was just like why is everything a competition between and it's Nick doing that not so much Jessica but it was everything was a competition for Nick and there's so much contempt yeah yes it's like they I think you're right more Nick than Jessica but I feel like they both want to like catch each other in lies or they want to have certain moments on camera so then, you know, people will see it and comment and they could be like, see, you know, I was right or or whatever. It's like the audience is the third party. Yeah, I did not like how he was complaining about, oh, I'm just going to get you a new piece of jewelry and I won't see it for a month. And it's like, do you not know how women work? Like, I have my jewelry when she says I put it in a drawer, I have it in a drawer. I bet that drawer is nicely organized you know what I mean mm -hmm. she can find that tennis bracelet because I have jewelry that I haven't worn in two three years but I still have it nicely placed in the box and if I want to wear it I'll wear it um it just really annoyed me how she was like what are you talking about I wore that it's like he likes to nag on her all the time yeah, it's like any excuse to bring up a grievance that he has, he will mm -hmm. take it. Yeah. Whereas I I feel like, I mean, I haven't been married, but I feel like in a relationship, you have to, I mean, I think it's a hard line to toe because, you know, you don't want to stifle yourself too much and never bring up issues. But at the same time, you don't want to pick and pick on every single little issue because then at that point, it just feels like catty. Oh, yeah. I always say this to my sister, and she's been with her boyfriend longer than I have been with my husband, but I'm always saying, like, pick and choose your battles. Pick and choose your battles. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. So how long have you been married? I got – I eloped, actually, this October, so it hasn't been that long, but I, just like Jessica Simpson – I am a newlywed. <laughs> You're in your newlyweds era. It's weird just because we already have like a three-year-old. So we did everything kind of backwards where we had the kid and then we got married. But it was really nice because we were able to go to the courthouse, elope, and our daughter, our two-year-old daughter was with us. So I felt like it was the way Aww. I would have wanted it. Um, but yeah, I'm a newlywed. Nothing has changed, guys. <laughs> Nothing changes after being married. You just have a rock on your finger, pretty much. Yeah, that was the same thing with me. I was in like a little bassinet at my parents' uh, elopement. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I love it is, that. It is. 
Yeah. And so you were part of your mom and dad's wedding. Like that's, I, I, I look at the pictures and I'm excited for my daughter to grow up and look back and be, I mean, she's obsessed right now with marriage because she saw us getting married. She's always like, mom and dad are married. Am I married to mom and dad? And I'm like, yeah, now we're a full family where we have all our last names, (laughs) the same last name. Oh my gosh. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. So how would you feel if right now uh, there were cameras following around you and your husband to document your first year of marriage? Girl, I'm pretty sure they would probably see me as a villain just because I'd be rolling (gasps) my eyes all the time. I'd be holding my tongue all the time. I, like I said, I pick and choose my battles, but I also know that my husband is a very good man. He provides and supports my endeavors and I couldn't have asked for a better man to be my husband. I always tell him, I feel like I scammed you into marrying me because I kind (laughs) of did. (laughs) But I feel like they would probably cast me as Nick, but I don't nag on my husband like that. Maybe for garbage, throwing out the garbage or like vacuuming like doing some chores like that but other than that it would probably not be as tense as Nick and Jessica though and you can really pick up on that like I totally acknowledge that a lot of editing goes into creating these characters and I always point out when we review these episodes when I think they used an editing trick or they dubbed in a conversation that didn't really take place and all of that but I do think that, you know, we see, we see his lips moving. We see the words coming out of his mouth. Like there are certain things that you just, in my opinion, do not say to your wife or your husband. Like I just, I just wouldn't say some of the things that, that he has said to her ever. Yeah, no, it's true. The whole ball and chain in the beginning of the episode, I was like, ugh. So we're starting like this for your two-year anniversary. Two years. The fact that there were only together for two years and they kept talking telling each other like man it's been longer it feels like 45 years I'm like that's not how it's supposed to work when you first get married in my opinion I don't know oh my gosh I know right they kept repeating that over and over again like how uh you know long (laughs) it seemed I wrote this down she wrote she said sad old married couples are the happiest and I was like girl no no like they're Mm. not (laughs) yeah so Before we get into the episode, which we kind of already did a little bit because this one is just, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. But I want to talk about this little journey that you have been on because you said that when you were, when I told, when I asked you to be on the podcast, you wanted to do some research. So what have you been getting from your Jessica journey the past week? (laughs) So like I said, I was, during the newlyweds, um, I was with a boyfriend I was like 16 or 17 at the time and um I loved Jessica Simpson on newlyweds because you know she was like becoming a star and she was super funny and what made me love Jessica more was the public affair special and I'll Mm -hmm. never forget seeing this this special and crying alongside with her and just how inspirational she was about being by herself and that she's okay with it and that she doesn't really need someone you know in her life like she had Nick in her life 
And I remember, this is going to make me sound so corny, but I remember writing a letter to Jessica at that time and just writing a letter saying, I appreciate your openness. I appreciate you um, like coming out and telling your side of the story. And I just appreciated her so much at that time because it was literally some I needed someone to tell me like hey you don't need to deal with this bullshit and Jessica Simpson was that woman for me and I wish I can find that letter because I remember it was in my journal I have to like go home and find it but I wrote it on my journal and it was like dear Jessica I'm so happy for you and you're such an inspiration you have made me dump my toxic boyfriend at the time who was verbally and emotionally abusive to me and I remember going to New York for school and yeah she little did I know she has been a huge impact in my life to be the woman that I am today oh my gosh that is so beautiful I love when I hear stories like that because I feel like Jessica being honest and putting her struggles and her life story out there helps so many different people and I'm not surprised because that special also really affected me especially when she sings let him fly and she's like crying yes mm-hmm. oh, I cried that with her. I remember crying along with her and being like oh my god like I am I am relating with Jessica Simpson and I totally get where she's coming from and it, it just made me love her more as an artist as a composer you know uh, I just loved her Yeah, I, you know, I feel like pop stars are what have given me strength since like, I don't know, age two. (laughs) (laughs) Like specific, I mean, men too, but specifically women. Mm -hmm. Just that empowerment and taking a bad situation and turning it into something good by, you know, making a great album or just any type of expression, whether it's just the music video, the, the concert tour, the everything. I just feel like, when I'm down, I'm really not that type of person to like call my friend and be like, I need somebody to talk to. Like, can I tell you what just happened? I really don't do that. I put on music and I just like sing like empowering words from Jessica or Brittany or Mariah or Whitney or Janet or Madonna or whoever, like all of them, you know, and that's really what gives me strength. So I'm eternally grateful to all these women for like raising me. (laughs) No, truly. I think about it all the time where I like, Whitney Houston and yes, Jessica Simpson, like all these pop stars today, like has formed me to become like this independent woman. Like Destiny's Child was a huge part of like my growing up with independent women in the Charlie's Angels. Like we really had the best um, examples to show us that we can be independent women when we get older. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do a more in-depth, once I get to the Public Affair album, which is such a great album. I feel like it's an underrated album of Jessica's. Yeah, it really is. We're going to review that whole special and get into it. So maybe I'll have you on for that one. Uh, I would love that. I mean, now that I found the video and I, I saw it and Ken Pavis was such a force in that episode, like, yeah, we can totally get into it. <laughs> yes. And one of the number one questions that I get all the time, as if I know these people, is what happened between Jessica and Ken? I mean, we I don't know. don't know. We don't know anything. There hasn't been a peep out of either of them of 
what happened to their fall. I know. I Well, I hear that it has something to do with Eva Longoria because Jessica was huge and everything, but then Desperate Housewives came out and Eva hired Ken and that was I mean I don't know if you remember like how huge that show was it was like such a cultural landmark at the time Mm -hmm. I mean it started the real housewives you know like that literally wouldn't exist without desperate housewives so this is the rumor I heard I have no idea if this is true but um I heard that he started you know saying yes more to Eva because she was at all the big awards you know she was uh well I don't remember if she was nominated specifically but I remember Desperate Housewives was constantly nominated Golden Globes Emmys Critics Choice SAG Awards all that kind of stuff and so you know if he had to choose between being with Jessica just like at a random concert or something or Eva at the Emmys like he would pick the Emmys and I think you know he had been by Jessica's side for every single event so maybe that offended her at some point and there was some type of uh, dispute there that's what I hear I think it makes sense but then why would she do Price of Beauty with him which is after Desperate Housewives became really big. Like he went on those trips with her and everything. So it doesn't completely add up, but I guess it could be something relating to that. Yeah, I I would love to see them back together. I mean, I remember the whole dessert line. I made my grandma buy me a dessert <laughs> lotion <laughs> that did not last very long. I think I put it on once and that was it. Um, but yeah, it made me really upset to learn that they're fallout and they're not really friends anymore. And the fact that we didn't really, I mean, we're not owed an explanation of what happened, but I would like to know what happened. But yeah, it's it's such a sad fall, like fall off of their relationship because I really like them two together. He was in the public affair episode, he was just so supportive and very like, you know, you go girl. Like he gave her what she needed at that time, you know, that support that he elevated her. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know Jessica wrote in her book that at that time, you know, Casey wasn't as supportive because Casey and Nick were really close. And I think Casey was kind of more in the camp of like, well, why don't you give it another try with him? So I think it was really important for her to have that support from Ken and, you know, other people around her. But whatever happened with her and Ken also couldn't have been that bad because Ashley Simpson was recently pictured with Ken. And he was also, you know, very close with her, not as close as with Jessica, but he was on the Ashley Simpson show. He was always there doing her hair and makeup as well. I mean, Jessica and Ashley definitely kept his lights on for like 10 years straight. So not that he's not talented in other ways, but you know, like he was with them all the time. He couldn't have had much more time in his schedule. So if she's taking pictures with him as recently as like, I want to say this was between a year and two years ago. I don't, I don't think if he did something horrible to Jessica that she would be like taking pictures with him, you know? Hey, who knows? They might have healthy boundaries and we just don't know about it, you know? (laughs) That could be true. I've had other guests on this podcast say that, you know, maybe Ashley isn't involved with Jessica's line, you know, that Tina is the president of because she doesn't want to be at all. Like, she doesn't want to collab with them. She doesn't want to have a business with her mother. She just wants to kind of have, like, just Jessica as her sister and Tina as her mom and no like business ventures or anything like that. And I think that's a good point. Like, I think I could definitely see that. Yeah. I feel like the Simpsons, because they were the first reality celeb stars to, for us to like, they opened our doors to see their life. You know, they were the first ones to do that in TV. Like they basically paved it for the Kardashians and everyone else after them. 
Um, I really feel like they have set some healthy boundaries and they've went to therapy. And I really do think that they're just mentally healthy. (laughs) Yeah, they seem like a great family. I would just love to be a fly on the wall, you know? Right? Yes. I would like (laughs) to be that hidden camera (laughs) in their house. (laughs) I know. Well, right now there's rumors. No, Also, no idea if this is true. So much of what I'm saying right now is speculation, you guys. (laughs) But but there's rumors right now that Eric, Jessica's husband, is upset because – for her Amazon deal they want to do like a reality show with her and Eric wants nothing to do with it and you know I've been saying since that Amazon thing was announced over two years ago that the solution to this because even before I heard that Eric might have a problem with it I thought Jessica would have a problem with it because she said so many times that she would never do another reality show so I was like well the solution to this is to do like a Rachel Zoe project type of fashion docu-series with Jessica where we really follow her as a business owner CEO fashion designer you know and maybe have be amazing right like it doesn't have to be invasive yeah it doesn't have to be like you're showing the kids and you know maybe just show the kids for a couple seconds or something because Jessica doesn't hide her kids you know she doesn't keep them off social so we all know what they look like anyway so maybe you could just show a quick clip of them but then keep it mostly to the business. Yeah, I would love that. That's such a great pitch. I mean, you need to go on Amazon Prime and tell them about that. Like, give them an email. (laughs) Thank you. I know. I just feel like, I feel like me and Derek should just like run Jessica's whole life. (laughs) But she, I mean, at least she did, she did hire Derek for her, um, for her event in LA. Thank God. But, you know, so we're getting there, but. (laughs) Yeah, she loves her fans. I, that's one thing that I love about the Simpson girls. They love their fans. Like they are humble to know that we brought them to where they are. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're very thankful to us, which I appreciate so much. Yes, they are. I, I've only met them both like super briefly, but both times I felt like they were the sweetest angels. And, you know, I don't really feel like celebrities owe me anything when I go up to them or or talk to them or anything like that. But it's always comforting to know, like, when you've spent so much time following somebody and caring about them, you know, if they were rude to your face, like that would be pretty awful. So it's just nice to know how nice they are in person. Yeah. Okay. So this episode, which is another anniversary episode. So the finale of the previous season was also an anniversary episode. Like they celebrated their anniversary in that episode and now this is another one. So I don't know what MTV was smoking, but like they could have come up with something else but I guess they I guess they were like celebrating their anniversary for weeks or something which is fine you know but it was just repetitive so um like when I sent you when I was trying to I was like oh let me see what episode I'm gonna be doing with Vanessa so I could send it to her I had to double check it because I was like wait didn't we just do this but so it's another anniversary celebration and this um aired on January 26th 2005 a magical time So it opens with them in the back of a limo. They're talking about, you know, their marriage and how it's their two-year anniversary. And Jessica says the second year was better than the first year. They both say that the other person is the hardest person in the world to buy for. And Jessica argues that she's the easiest, which I agree. Like, I could easily come up with something to get for Jessica, and I'm not married to her. So come on, Nick. 
she doesn't even seem picky so i didn't know what he was talking about how she's hard i was like she would love anything you would give her if anything you're the hard one to pick for i feel like men are so hard to shop for when it comes to their gifts because they're asking for something they need not want if that makes sense yeah totally i feel like jessica she's such a lover of designer items that you could just easily go to louis vuitton and be like what do you have that's new <laughs> you know yeah not- like what can i add to her purse that she already has because i remember the louis vuitton gift that he gifted her like the wallet and the purse and then i think it was luggage as well and i was like see it's not that hard <laughs> well our two-year anniversary been awesome second year it was a better second year than first year what did we get each other last year uh, i can't remember i can't either who's the hardest person to buy for the absolute you were by far. I am the easiest. Ow. Yeah, if you want to spend a freaking fortune every time. No, that is not true. I'll buy you another piece of jewelry I see for a month and then I'll never see again. That's not true. Like the hard pendant. I knew you were going to bring that up. Where is it? I, I love, even know where yes, it is. Yes, I do too. Probably lost it. No, it's in my, my safe thing. In your safe? Whatever it is, that jewelry thing. A little drawer. A drawer. Tennis bracelet. It's in my jewelry door. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. It never I leaves jewelry. I wore it last night. You did not. I love that bracelet. You were a complete liar. You just sat there and bull you. Unbelievable. I'm so pale. Nice topic change. Never good enough. I'm just saying, it doesn't always have to be diamonds and all kinds of stuff. It doesn't? No. Ew. Yeah, it's not that complicated. And I mean, I know Jessica is like a designer brands fiend and I I get that, but I'm more into like thoughtful, like random type of gifts. Like I'm not the one to be like, okay, get me a diamond bracelet or whatever. So I, I noticed that on this show, he never really does anything like that. Like he doesn't give her like a photo album of all their like favorite moments or, you know, do anything creative like that. He's just more like, okay, here's this piece of jewelry, which again is fine. But like, why are you saying that it's so hard when you're not even like, you're not really putting any effort or thought into it? Yeah. I mean, I guess he tried with that card later in the episode. <laughs> she couldn't read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he tried. I watching that part. I was like, I wonder if Vanessa can read his handwriting. Like, Ugh, I don't his know. Handwriting but... doesn't change; it stays the same. Yeah, I mean, I say it every episode, but the offer stands. Um, Vanessa Manillo, if you need help, call me. <laughs> like, DM me. I'll come get you. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've all seen Love Is Blind. Yeah, I'm in the same page. <laughs> So, yeah, and then he complains once again about, you know, how she has expensive taste. And he's like, yeah, you're easy to buy for if you want to spend a fortune. And I'm just like, did you not know who you were marrying? Like, there's just so many moments on this entire series where I'm just like, you had to have known this before. Yeah, no, it's exactly like he has this image of her, like this idea of her. I feel like he was in love with the idea of her, but not all of her. Yeah, like you said before, he says that she only wears something for a month and then he never sees it again. But you have to remember when you're rich 
and famous, so she also gets a lot of, like, random gifts and stuff from brands and everything. I mean, she must have so much stuff. How often can she possibly wear something? And also, if he's getting her a piece of jewelry every single holiday, like, how is she supposed to wear all of that all the time? If they're going to be married forever, which, you know... (laughs) Obviously, that was not the case, but that's the idea, right? It's like, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to wear this for another year, but that's okay. Like, it's in my collection. I appreciate it anyways. Yeah, and I think at that time, paparazzi was like a huge thing. So if you wanted to, say, like show a new designer or a new uh, designer of like jewelry, like that's what the pop, what she would do. She would put like a cute outfit and or a cute ring on and the next day like everyone would want to buy like a doppelganger of it Mm -hmm. of her jewelry of her her earrings the earrings in this episode I it put me in a flashback I was like I remember wearing those same type of earrings but I got it in like forever 21 and I got it because she those earrings were similar to hers Yes, they were probably $90,000 diamond earrings or whatnot. I'm exaggerating. But her fashion sense really put a hold on us at that time. Completely. That is actually what inspired her line because she would see everything sell out. And her and Tina were like, wait, why aren't we making our own stuff? We're like promoting these brands for free, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What... Oh, yeah. I thought it was really funny how Jessica just outright lies and says that she's like, oh, I wore that bracelet you got me last night. And you could tell that she's li- like she can't even tell it with a straight face. And they're like both laughing because it was just such an obvious lie. I actually thought that was kind of cute. And she's really good at changing the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, I'm so pale. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wait, I already know what I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then she does like a very cute wink. Mm-hmm. It's what we love about, about Jessica. She's just adorable. And then um, they cut to them at the house, and she did have a good idea for an anniversary gift for him. And this was only, you know, one of of multiple gifts that she got for him where she got him new wheels, and he was very happy about that. That seemed to be, like, the perfect gift for him. Oh, my God. Rims? Yeah, I remember rims being so huge in 2005. That tracks. Yeah, and she was like, I'm pimping out your ride. And it's so funny how people don't say that any – like, people don't use pimp as, like, a verb anymore. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right up. They don't use that that word anymore, that phrase. Yeah, and it was such a thing with, like, pimp my ride and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that was actually a really smart idea. Like, that was a great gift for him. And then they're heading out for another anniversary meal, which – this like keeps happening and, <laughs> and they talk about how it rains every year like it rained on their wedding day it rained on their anniversary and now it's raining again on their second anniversary which obviously is a sign of things to come <laughs> a storm and, is a brewing <laughs> absolutely they mention jessica says oh at least we're not at Oktoberfest this year and i was like holy shit because i don't know if you remember that episode where they celebrate their first anniversary yeah, weren't they performing somewhere? Yeah, they were. Actually, it was, I think it was just Jessica. I think it was only Jessica's concert at the Trump Taj Mahal in oh, wow. Atlantic City. And so they, <laughs> I know. So they decide to go to 
the Oktoberfest that's just like in the convention hall of the hotel and it's like all 80, 90 year olds and it's so weird because they're just like in the casino, very few people coming up to them and just to think of the difference between the first anniversary and the second when it comes to their fame is just massive. I mean, they're like a million miles away from where they were at their first anniversary. Yeah, truly. I didn't even think about that because it did that one year big hit from their show really set them up to where they are today. Yeah, they would never be able to just casually be in the middle of a very crowded Oktoberfest at this point, especially without like a bodyguard or anything like that. Yeah. So they're heading to this restaurant that Nick heard about that they have all of these exotic foods, which why would you pick that for the anniversary when you know that Jessica does not even know what anything is? So (laughs) how is she going to enjoy this meal? But um, they have printed out directions. Did you see that? Yes, MapQuest. (laughs) Shout out to MapQuest because I used to do the same thing and I still cannot believe that I used to have a piece of paper of MapQuest telling me where to go without like Google, like without the Google Siri telling me where to go. I can't believe I used to do that. Like that is so crazy to me that we used to have MapQuest printed out so we can get to a destination. I know. I can't believe it either. And I drive all over the place for my job. And I always think like, not even MapQuest, but before MapQuest, like what if I had to use a literal map? Like I would have to pull over every five minutes just to check that thing without crashing. Yeah, no, I can't even think about doing that today. (laughs) Yeah, I remember always printing out the map quest. Like I would beg my mom to take me to a concert or something and she would be like, where is it? And I'd be like, don't worry, I literally have the directions right here. (laughs) And she would like read through the whole thing before we even got in the car so she could like have it in her brain and everything. Like I, I don't even know, you know, like that was just such a different world back then when it comes to that kind of stuff. I know. And we were there. We lived it. (laughs) I know. We literally literally lived it. So he's talking about how they have like deer and buffalo at this restaurant. And Jessica's like, oh, great. Because, you know, like of the whole buffalo wings thing. This is actual buffalo this time, Jessica. So you're good. I love how simple she is at the dinner and the appetizer came out. Um, It just made me go... (laughs) think of my elopement dinner we went to a six course meal and I've never been to a restaurant like that where it was like a $500 a head person like to join this dinner and Jessica Simpson like I am Jessica Simpson when it comes to food it's just so funny how like she would they would bring out the appetizer and she's like what is it what am I eating like I that, mm-hmm. I find that so relatable I I'll always love how honest she is because she's not afraid to look stupid. And I think that is a superpower because you're not so paranoid about what everybody thinks all the time. Yeah. And she can laugh at herself. I think that's why I love her so much because she laughs at herself. And I feel like everybody should do that. Mm-hmm. That is the key to life, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you had watched any of the other episodes that aired before this one, but they keep doing the same thing where Jessica and Nick are at dinner. I mean, it's every episode and Jessica is confused about something and she's asking a question. You know, the last episode it was, is, you know, she's like, foie gras is that frog, you know, when it's duck. And um, 
it's every, every episode like I think they're running out of steam and they're running out of content in this series and they're not really sure yet you know it's the early days of reality tv so they're not really sure how to turn it into something more interesting at this point and so it's just every episode like let's put food in front of Jessica that she may not understand and there we go we have an episode and it's just tired no no truly so later in the episode I don't know if you want to get into it but when they go to Napa and she reads off the menu and it's basically everything she doesn't like I was like did the producer produce this to happen so they can get her frustrated and upset about what she's eating and that tracks now that you're mentioning it they probably did that on purpose because that was her mo about food yes absolutely i agree i think that they did do it on purpose and i think also that nick did not plan this because she says in her book that um in a previous celebration that they had Nick had um, not really planned any of it that MTV had planned any of it so basically they would go to him and tell him like here's what we booked and like you're gonna surprise Jessica with this that makes it so much worse now (laughs) I know I know it's like don't you want to come up with something like I mean look I'm not gonna I don't know for a fact that every single thing was not his idea so I'm not gonna say that but (laughs) don't you want to come up with something I mean I hope they had like better moments off camera where they were connecting more and like not just performing for an audience because I don't know as much as they had their own issues I just don't understand how like being a famous couple where you're not just known for your own thing and you just happen to be with that person but you being in the couple is a part of the performance like your life is the performance I just think how can that be healthy for any couple yeah no Truly, I feel like that was probably what was tormenting Jessica. I don't know about Nick, but truly, like, I can see Jessica being like, well, I would like this to continue because it's giving her a lot of fame, you know? Exactly. Like, I don't want to slow down in my career, but mm-hmm. it's it's hurting my marriage at the same time, you know? Like, Lady Gaga says in her her Netflix documentary, Five Foot Two, did you see that? No, but I know my sister has. She's a huge Lady Gaga fan, but I need to get into the Gaga fandom of it all. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If you have any questions, just DM me because I am obsessed with her. (laughs) I will definitely be hitting you up for it because I need to get into the whole Lady Gaga fandom. Oh, it's, trust me, it's a ride. Like I've been here since day one and I'm just like in love with her. But she says in this documentary There's literally a scene where she's crying and you can tell that she has the mic pack on because we can hear her, but they're not actually showing her because I guess she kicked them out of the room Um, and she's crying and she's actually like naming names like she's naming her boyfriend and she was like, you know, I lost this boyfriend when I went number one. I lost this boyfriend when I sold a hundred million albums I'm paraphrasing but like it's you know she's basically naming a boyfriend and then saying what end the relationship was a career success and now she's saying that she lost Taylor who is Taylor Kinney who she was engaged to um, because she had booked a star is born and she's just like I'm done with bullshit from men like she's like I don't know if it's because I'm over 30 now or what but like I just can't like I'm not doing this and I completely relate because I feel like men are also intimidated by me and I don't even have like any percentage of Lady Gaga's success, obviously, but like even the success that I personally have, I definitely can tell sometimes like men getting uncomfortable with it. And so I just feel like- it's so upsetting to hear because like a real man would 
like my husband, he doesn't know about this podcast, like my podcast and like your podcast. He doesn't really know this world, but he is so supportive. Never have I ever heard him say anything negative about this, you know? And I'm just a sing- like, I'm just like a mom who's not working right now. He would probably want me to work, but we're okay with a single income. Thank the Lord. Um, but yeah, the fact that these strong, independent, and I'm talking about you too, Leah, strong, independent women who are just like, these men are intimidated and are just like, they're not used to not having the power, if that makes sense. And it just, it makes me so upset that, like, these strong, impeccable women have to deal with this kind of bullshit. I know. I know. It's it's crazy. Like, I'm so happy that your husband is not that way because, girl, like, you, you cannot be legally binding yourself to these men, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not working. And I feel like the longer that I'm single, um, I feel like only more picky because you you would think it'd be the opposite where I'd be like oh shit like I'm getting old I gotta find somebody and just like you know settle or whatever but it's the opposite the longer I go being single I'm like well I'm totally fine by myself so if you want to interrupt this like peace that I have right now you better be having so much to offer and a man like Nick Lachey oh my god would not even be getting within like 10 feet of me I'm telling you like no way no I feel like he would automatically say something stupid and I'd be like that guy's weird (laughs) yeah yeah I mean my ex was like really toxic with stuff like that like he would act super supportive of me and to an extent he was but then he would like come back around about the topic later and be like well I don't really know if you should have done that like I don't I don't know if that was really like that important or that special like you should reach higher and do more and then like when I would like be like no that was actually amazing and I'm really happy I did it he would be like well I just you know I want to like encourage you and like push you and inspire you like he would he would act like he was helping but he wasn't because then he would like he would always find something to pick on in my successes like he would act like he was super into it but then he would be like well but it, it wasn't really that great because of X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, my God, do you don't think I'm seeing through this right now? Like, hello. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad that you're picky because you know what you like and you know what you don't like and you know what you can walk away from. And I I I met my husband at 30. So I was at the age I was single for four or three years at the time. And I was just like you, I was like, you know what, someone has to enter my life and be part of my life, because I'm not going to be that woman anymore to be just like, you know, the side, not the side chick, but just like the trophy wife, basically, because I, I felt like I was like that in certain relationships where I was just a trophy girlfriend or a trophy, like side thing. Um, But yeah, no, keep it up with being picky because you will truly find that person because you are picky you know what I mean like I was very picky and to this day like I I tell my husband all the time like I just had a feeling about him when I first met him and you know it just clicked everything just happened and yeah I was at that at 30 where I was just like yeah it's been already four years single I don't know if I'm ever going to find someone because I am that picky. 
Oh my gosh, this is so inspiring right now. Like I'm so much happier now that you've told me this. <laughs> no, I'm happy that you're picky. We should all be picky because we shouldn't be settling for less, guys. I'm sorry, we shouldn't. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially us Jersey girls. Like we do not play, you know? No, I think that's one of the things that because my husband's from California and he's like, I just love how honest you are. And I'm like, wow, you have not been around a New Jersey girl. Because oh my god! We will tell you what we're feeling and what we're thinking right there and then. Exactly. I feel like people from other parts of the country like can't relate. Like sometimes people are like overwhelmed by me, and I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. That's why I feel I feel so at home around other people that are like blunt and honest and don't let anything get past them. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, we, yeah, <laughs> it it really is. I'm proud to be from Jersey. You know. Yes, me too. So. They are exchanging gifts, and my the funniest part about the card thing to me is when um, Jessica finishes reading the card, even though she really didn't even, like, understand what was in it because she can't read his handwriting, and then she just hands it back to him, and he goes, don't give it back to me. It's yours. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because it's like, girl, that's your gift. Cause, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like you should cherish that. I mean, one thing I do like about Nick is he at least will write out his feelings like that. You know, that's a good thing. You want new presents? Okay, I'll give you yours then. Miss mm. mm. Lachey. No, Mrs. Lachey. Miss Lachey. Sorry. Your handwriting. Not that hard to read. I'll talk to you in about 30 minutes. Is that is or if? Is. No, it's if. See, you can't even read your own writing. Well, it's upside down. What is that? Perspective. Mm. Does that say honored? Or something? Yes, that's what it says. What is that? You can read that. Play? Try. Oh. Oh, the whole thing's blown now. <laughs> Grief. I can't write your handwriting at all. I love you. <laughs> you don't even know what it said. <laughs> you read to me in the bathtub later. <laughs> You're not supposed to hand it back to me. It's well, yours. Just read you this here. Did you know where, when she was, you know, reading, asking, he was like, well, my cover is blown. I really want to know what was written in that card because it sounds like they had a really hard year together for him to say perspective. And um, what was the other word that she couldn't read? Um, it just, I was just like, wow, what's in this card? Like, is it good? Because it mm -hmm. didn't come off like it was good it just came off like wow we had a really rough year together and here we are like it did it didn't sound like a good anniversary present card mm, that's a good point I didn't even think of that I just love I I'm a sucker for when a guy like writes me out something like that and they actually think and they like they <laughs> I don't want to sound like a man hater, but like <laughs> when they actually like use their brains and like actually think about what they like about me and it's or love about me and it's not just like you're so pretty and you're so smart or whatever. I'm just like I need details, you know. Yeah, I need to know why you really like me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, well, okay, what's beautiful about me, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So she he he gets her a beautiful diamond bracelet, which she seems like genuinely super excited about and into. Like she's definitely not unfazed by all the gifts that she keeps getting from him every you know holiday, and and she gets him earrings as well that say TNA on the case because I guess that was the brand, which I don't even know what brand that is. But he of course had to make a joke about how it's tits and ass. <laughs> It's like, we get that you're straight. Yeah. (laughs) We get you're from Ohio, middle America, straight man. We get it. Like, oh, enough. (laughs) It's fine. Like, no one even thinks you're gay to begin with. Just relax. Like, I just don't understand. He has one joke. And it's like a sexual joke. And that's it. Like, he has nothing. There's nothing else going on up there. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) And so... Then he surprises her with this trip up to Napa Valley. And Jessica says, oh, like, what are you trying to get me drunk and in bed? And he's like, oh, whatever it takes at this point. Again, with the same joke that has been in almost every episode since episode one, which is we never have sex. And I'm so I'm suffering over here, you know, which is if you're such a big, you know, strong, macho, straight man, wouldn't you want people to think that Jessica, like, can't keep her hands off you and you know yeah i mean we see that she doesn't keep she does has her hands all over him at least in the first season and yeah he's just like a wet blanket i know at this point jessica gets like a candle and she wants to blow it and he and they're like oh let's both make a wish and he blows it so his wish comes true i'm like this guy is so lame like he has to be the best at everything he has to get everything his way it's just like can't you guys be a team that's what being married and being a couple is about being a team working together but he's just very like I want it my way I know and it was so cute that she wanted to do like something like that you know a little wish for the rest of their marriage especially because even though they did make it to their next anniversary technically because their anniversary is in October they announced their divorce on Thanksgiving weekend. So they barely even made it another year. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, that it was just a month after their three-year anniversary. Yeah. It had to be really rocky. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine at this point, like, and, and just to think that this series is airing. So this was filmed in October, 2004, because that's when their anniversary is, but it aired in January, 2005. Like we're already like this is already almost the divorce, you know? The fact that this aired the same year as as they filed is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it comes to show that editing took very long time to get that out. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. So they this is when they first say she's like I can't believe we've only been married 2 years and he goes it seems like 45. God almighty. Like he sounds so exhausted. And I'm like what are you even doing, Nick? She's the one that is constantly out promoting everything. You can totally tell that he's jealous of her career. Like, that's exactly... Because he he started off as 98 Degrees, right? He was already on top of the game. And then it kind of switched over to him and Jess being together. And now, for some reason, um, instead of being like, yeah, my wife is amazing. I love her too. He just had to go the opposite way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I guess guess honesty is good and and stuff but 
wouldn't you want the world to think like, wow, look at me. I have this amazing wife, you know, all the, this woman that you're all wanting to either be with or be best friends with, you know, is my wife. Like how lucky am I? You know, you think he would want to honor her in front of the world. And instead it's just picking and picking and picking and picking. And I don't know if that was me. And I know it's easy for me to sit here and judge him now. Right. But yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't there, but I would, I, even if we were having problems, I would want to kind of reinforce as much as possible. Like I get that we're having issues, but I still love you. And like, I want to make this work. Not like, Ugh, it's been so long. And Jessica is saying it too. Like she's saying it a lot, like that it seems like it's been so long too. So it's really both of them. And I, I don't understand highlighting like the exhaustion that they're both experiencing. Yeah, no, it's like they really needed this Napa vacation together. <laughs> oh yes oh yes they did so yeah they're trying to leave for napa but poor little daisy throws up in her you know twelve hundred dollar or more i don't even know how much that thing cost um the dog bag that that she has mm-hmm. and um what well, i felt so bad for her because then they go up in a helicopter and she's <laughs> like she's of course she, like she got sick before they even started moving in the car So like you're going to they put her in she's in the bag again in the helicopter and they later on in this season they actually get her a bigger bag because she's too big for the bag. So I'm like get that damn dog out of the bag like no wonder why she's throwing up and I think it's so funny that they actually have a drone shot of Daisy looking out the window in the helicopter. It was so cute. I (laughs) loved it. I thought it was hilarious that she threw up in the bag. Um, and also that Nick called her a cough blocker. Like he, he said, like, we have to bring her everywhere. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what you do when you have a dog. Like you bring them everywhere unless you have like a babysitter. But yeah, I could not believe the dog was in the helicopter, like looking out the window. It was hilarious. Yeah. And you know what? She's still a relatively new dog for them he gave that to jessica for her birthday which is in july and this is like october or november so you know she's still not used to like probably the lifestyle and everything like that you know she's like a puppy so give her a little break nick you know and jessica's like it's like she's being a mommy you know like jessica was you know nick always talked about like they wanted to have kids and everything so it's like preparation you know when you have a child you're not going to be able to just like you know, leave and go have sex or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I would hate it if like my husband were to call my dog or my child a cough blocker. I'd be like, what? Excuse me? (laughs) Well, why, why does it always have to come back to sex? Sex. Yes. This man is so horny. Like, ugh, go jerk off somewhere. (laughs) Literally like leave her alone. (laughs) So, um, I thought it was funny when Jessica sneezed on Nick in the car on the way yes. to the the Napa thing. That happens to me when I'm working with kids sometimes and I'm just like, okay, like <laughs> I guess I just have to accept this. And uh but it was cute. Like they were both laughing about it. They seem like happy sometimes. Like this wasn't the most miserable episode, believe it or not. <laughs> Yeah, they actually seem to enjoy Maybe it's because Nick knows that he's going to have sex later, but they really did seem to enjoy each other's company. Um, The Cabernet, Cabaret, they never went to that, did they, the opera house? And that's what she wanted to do, right? Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know for sure. Like maybe they just weren't allowed to film, but he didn't seem super into it. Like he says, he's like, well, I don't think this is the best place to see an opera. And I'm like, well, where would the best place to see an opera be? Like in the middle of Italy, you know, I guess, I guess that's what he means by that. But whatever, like you can see an opera anywhere. They freaking travel around the world. Like it's fine. If she wants to go, just go. Yeah. And she said it's cabaret. Cabernet like <laughs> right. it's not even opera it's like you're gonna see burlesque dancers like exactly that sounds fun to me yeah see, that was that, another that's, that's how I know Jessica Simpson is fun she was like you know what this would be fun we'll go to a burlesque it's like she is so much fun and he is such a wet blanket I know I know I'll go to a cabaret with you Jessica <laughs> literally any day of the week but I did think that that was a cute moment when when she said that like that that I feel like was a gen a genuine moment because they both were like genuinely laughing and it was very cute and then they head to their wine tasting the lady I thought it was really funny when the lady opens the champagne with a knife like she's trying to do that fancy trick but the whole almost the whole bottle gets wasted because it like gets cut in half to the Mm -hmm. point where Nick and Jessica actually both apologize to the other people that are sitting there because like it was a total mess I'm like that's another omen yeah that was hilarious um her doing the um champagne bottle like that so my favorite going back to the champagne toe well to the champagne toast I thought it was hilarious for Jessica to ask her, do you toast all day? (laughs) I laughed so out loud. I was like, and nobody else laughed out loud. I was like, see, this is why I love her. Like she needs me to be her, to be her laughing friend. Like I am that person that laughs at everything. And the fact that the, that lady um, didn't laugh at like, Oh no, you're just my first toast. She thought she was being serious. And she was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I agree. She is so naturally funny without even trying. Yeah. I love that she like put like she like put herself in the woman's shoes and she's like, do you just do this all day long? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like, of course she does. And uh, they also go over the whole thing of like, well, is champagne really champagne if it's not made from France? Which I feel like that's where I learned this because I was so young when this aired that I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like something that then I knew and I would like tell other people. I'd be like, well, did you know that like it's not really champagne unless it's from France? Otherwise, it's just a sparkling wine. Yeah, I did not know that. So thank you, Newlyweds, for teaching me that. Oh, we've literally learned so much from these people, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And the other thing I thought was really funny is so they're having like their wine and champagne tasting with all the cheeses and, you know, meats and fruit and everything. And um, Jessica's like talking about how she doesn't really know anything about fancy cheeses. And she goes, I make my grilled cheese with American cheese. And I'm like, well, what do you think most people make their grilled cheese with? Yeah. And she was like, that's good, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, does this lady make like fancy like Gruyere goat like brie Brie. grilled cheese or something? (laughs) Yeah. Like I just thought that was funny because I think American cheese is the standard, right? Like that's what I would get. Yeah, the craft, I mean, I still use just a sharp cheddar square cheese to make grilled cheese. I mean, yes, maybe I should put some goat cheese next time, but it's not the first thing that comes to mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then Jessica asks another hilarious question, which is, um, how did they make wine back in the Jesus days? 
And I didn't know why Nick was like, come on, Jess. I was like, what? It's a joke? <laughs> like, I yeah. thought it was funny. He was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's Jessica. Like, she, of course she's going to ask a silly question. That's basically like, you know, that's why you have uh, a roof over your head, Nick. Like, because Jessica asks stupid questions. So just go along with it. Truly. I mean, like, and then it's, and it's funny. Like, I, this is what I mean when I'm, when I'm saying, like, N- Nick is is lame like why can't you just laugh why do you have I to know. put her down why are you putting her down on a, a like a simple joke like that i'm sorry i would just laugh I, he has to always put her down yeah well you know what the difference is is that when she said the cabernet thing instead of cabaret like he he made fun of her but it was in like a cute like he like they were both laughing and you could tell that he like found it adorable he wasn't like putting her down like i feel like there's a way to make fun of your spouse and I actually feel like you don't even have a real relationship if you can't openly make fun of your spouse. But yeah. it has to be in a certain tone and in a certain way. Like you don't actually want to make the person feel bad. And I feel like he was trying to make her seem like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And she isn't. No, she's As not. I've she's said. very smart, guys. She, she likes very to smart. play dumb and that's what smart women do. And then they just collect their money and deposit their checks. <laughs> yes. So I thought it was so funny how they both get drunk because that does always happen. Like, I don't know if you've been to a wine tasting. Have oh, you? yeah. I've been to Napa <laughs> and I've done wine tasting. And yes, you, it's so easy, especially from how much they were drinking because it mm-hmm. wasn't just champagne. They were drinking legit like wine as well, which I don't know if that's a good mixture. No, oh, no. It's not good to mix any alcohol, honestly. Like, you should stick with one thing. <laughs> Especially champagne. I feel like because I have bad experience, tried champagne, and then I had beer. Oh, my God. I'll never mix those two together ever again. It's the worst. No. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was really cute. Like, Jessica's – like, they're walking – away from the venue and she's like slowly teetering like off, <laughs> almost off the sidewalk and Nick's like you can't even walk straight and she's like yes I can and then she tries to like walk on the actual like line in the concrete which I thought was really cute oh it was so cute to see her cracking up laying down on Nick's lap yes and you just see this big smile like this big cheesy grin like it was I love her so much <laughs> Yeah, they seemed really happy. Even Nick was like, he was singing. He was like, it's our anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the sweet spot of being drunk where you're like, you're not like wasted. You're just buzzed and you're in that like happy place where like everything just feels so much better and, and nice. That's like the ideal place to be. Then they go to um, Stomp Grapes the next day. And uh, Jessica says that it was a very awkward experience, which why, you know, like, I feel like it should be romantic that you guys are like up against each other in the little bucket and everything. I mean, I know I'm I'm sure it kind of like feels gross, but did you do that when you went to Napa? Did you stomp the grapes? No, I did not stomp grapes, but it was a Lucille Ball moment for me. I love the show. I love Lucy. So I love that the producers made them do that. And you know what? I appreciate her comment about the boots. She's like, squishing these boots? No way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, girl, because those boots were cute. Oh, they really were. I, I, yeah, all her outfits in this, like we'll talk about in the fashion segment, but oh, very, I can't very wait. Cute. I'm like so ready. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And 
Then um, they go to the dinner that you had to bench or the lunch, I guess it is, um, that th- that you had mentioned earlier where it's like a prefix menu. They don't even get to choose what they want. And Jessica hates everything. And she, I love when she picks up the menu and she goes, she reads, oh, welcome Jessica and Nick. And she goes, are you offended that it doesn't say Nick and Jessica? See, this is what I mean. And he's like, he deep down, you know, he wants to say, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I thought that was one of those jokes that um actually has some truth to it, you know, because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fuming. I'm so mad about that. Like, he acts like it would be so stupid for him to get mad at that. But I feel like. He has gotten mad about stuff like that. Yeah. Like if they were on a show or something and they said, welcome Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey instead of Nick and Jessica, I feel like, you know, maybe once it wouldn't bother him, but over and over again, just the constant adoration of her while people aren't as concerned with Nick, you know, and and to a certain extent, I don't blame him. I, I mean, I think in general, yes, you have to be supportive of your spouse's success and not jealous. But I do get that it was an everyday hammering over and over again of everybody's obsessed with Jessica. So I understand some form of just, you know, naturally being a little uncomfortable with it. But I just feel like all these little things are microaggressions. And that's what really adds up over time in a relationship rather than the big explosion of like he cheated or she cheated or whatever. It's like those little day to day things. Would you agree? A hundred percent agree with you. And yeah, that would wear on me. Those little comments like that. Like I would literally sigh, roll my eyes and be like, okay, like I, it would wear me out. Yeah. So what did you think about Jessica's like... I mean, I think she was performing to a certain extent because she knows she's on camera, but all of her insane faces and just like, <laughs> the drama of this meal. That's what I mean where I, I say like it's kind of obvious that the producers have planned this out for her because she really did not like any of the food that was there. Like I was surprised that she didn't eat the meat because the meat actually looked good. It was duck, right? Because mm-hmm. she said, why is duck pink and not, like, the chicken? <laughs> Just give this girl <laughs> chicken. Like, I know. I felt so bad when, like, she's just making these noises and looking around to make sure that, like, the server or, like, the lady wasn't listening on. Because it was just the both of them in that restaurant alone, right? Like, I feel like even a whisper, the staff can hear it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they had they had closed that down for them or something because there was nobody else around. And I do think it shows their character, too. And I have to hand it to Nick because I think he's being super polite as well. Like, when the chef comes over, he stands up to greet him and that's... That's celebrities do not do stuff like that. Like, I just don't see a lot of celebrities standing up to meet the chef like that when they come over. So I thought that was very gentlemanly and stuff. And Jessica's like concerned the whole time. She doesn't want to offend them. She doesn't want to upset them. And I totally agree. Like, I would be the same way. No matter how how famous or rich I was, I would be like, you know, these people took the time to like prepare this for us and everything. And like, yeah, we are paying for it. But still, I don't want to offend this person or upset this person and I thought just thought it was cute that they had a concern and he's like hurry up get it on my plate get it on my plate and everything I don't like curry don't read it don't read it don't read I don't it. like squash it's a puree of you like butternut bread. squash you like bread and we'll keep that secret though that's a big appetizer <laughs> what do I do I don't want to be rude eat it no I don't want to throw up either Ugh. I think you should take it try me you're gonna be really full after this meal. I can't do that. I just can't. Try it. Oh. I mean, if a duck is like a chicken, why is it pink? Hope you like duck. Go, go. Faster, faster. I don't think I like that dessert either. 
when the chef came out, like you said, he stands up and says, like, thank you for the great meal. Even Jessica says, like, yeah, it was great. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it just shows how much of a wonderful, like, humbled person she is. Both Nick at that moment, too. Yeah, absolutely. I just found that really classy of both of them, how they handled it. Um, And I feel bad because when I was watching the episode on YouTube, I saw that there was like a comment on the video that said, oh my gosh, I I feel so bad for the chef. Like, you you know, they had to have watched this after they knew that they were filming and, and everything and they had to have watched it. But I feel like if I was the chef, I would just be like, okay, it just wasn't her taste. You know, there's not, I didn't do anything wrong. It just wasn't her taste. And she didn't want to be honest because she didn't want to hurt my feelings, you know? Yeah, and he's probably like, well, the producers told me to do get squash. The producers told me that she liked curry oil. I can totally see, like, the chef being like, well, I was just told this, and I'm sorry that she didn't enjoy it. Yeah, and maybe they even said to the chef, like, what's the most outlandish, different, exotic taste that you could put in front of her? You know, we want something that she's never had before. We want something strange, like you know, ice cream that tastes like pine salt. And (laughs) she says thyme instead of thyme, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, she did say thyme. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the way home, okay, this really upset me that Jessica's worried about Daisy. And Nick's like, oh, yeah, she's going to be laying on her back dead and everything. And Jessica, like, gets upset. And he's like, she's a dog. Of course she's fine. And it's like, well, did she not just get sick? Like, it's not – She's worried about her. She's been inside the hotel room all day. Because if you see, like, it looks like they leave, like, early for lunch to stomp grapes. And they didn't arrive home till, like, right before dinner, like, six or seven, right? So it's like the poor dog has been by herself alone in the hotel. Like, and the fact that he was like, are you going to cry? Are you going to cry? It was like my brother does that you know what I mean like where he's just like oh you're gonna cry and it's like leave her alone like it's her dog she's been left alone all day like if you were to tell me that image I'm away from my dog right now so if someone were to paint a picture like that about my dog I too would be crying oh absolutely when she had just been sick I I feel like that's a very natural thing if your dog threw up you're worried that you're gonna come home to like all this throw up or maybe they've gone to the bathroom or something like that and you just you're worried about them that's very natural and again it shows that she's gonna be a good mother like she's thinking of this dog that's alone in the hotel room all day like I don't know what the problem is Nick yes (laughs) (sighs) okay um sorry I just I get upset sometimes when I'm dealing with this man No, you should because it makes me like this man has kids you know what I mean like he has kids today is he treating his kids like that with Vanessa again Uh, Vanessa if you need help send us an SOS (laughs) like do the smoke signals we'll be there totally I will be at your rescue in seconds don't worry girl you have the Jessica Simpson fans on your side even though you clearly hate Jessica and have like an issue with the whole thing but it's fine I get it I get it if I mean can you imagine if your husband had been married to Jessica like would you die I would just be like oh I I would I would want to be best friends with his ex-wife I'm sorry I would be that wife if like my husband were to have like a past ex-wife I'd be like I want to be her friend I'm just that weird (laughs) that's so cute yeah I mean I would want to be friends with Jessica too but I meant more in terms of she's just like so hot talented and awesome and sweet and funny and like all the qualities you know and just because they were such a famous couple I don't really blame Vanessa for still being like salty about it and you can tell anytime it comes up Vanessa's like shut up to the interviewer you know (laughs) 
I know she really does give them like a death look when they mention her name ever. Oh, it's 100% not okay. But I also can't imagine being her and being in the airport and people come over to Nick and they're like, whoa, chicken of the sea, you know, or like, <laughs> and she's like, I've been with this man for like 15 years now. You know, when will this end? It's never going to end. Sorry, nope. girl. <laughs> nope. It was too iconic. So they decide to stay in for the night and they get their little wedding cake and they have champagne together. And once again, they talk about how long it's been and they feel like they've been together forever, which even like, yeah, they only been married for two years, but they were only together for four years before their marriage. So it's a total of like six years. That's like not that long. I mean, I guess it is for Jess. Jessica's a lot younger than him. So I guess if I was 24, six years would feel like a lot to me, but still. Especially if you're in a very struggling relationship. I was with someone for six years and it felt like I was with them for like 11 because of how rocky it was so I totally can get that whole like oh it's been six years and it feels forever when it's a rocky relationship it can feel like forever Mm -hmm. especially when you're trying so hard to like make it work and hold on and you don't want to waste all that time that you've spent together but at the same time you just know it's not working yeah so that is the episode that is our season four premiere of newlyweds and that means we can now get into the fashion segment it's all about fashion it's all about beauty this is fun for me she looks flawless every second of this episode what was your favorite look that she had definitely my favorite outfit was when they were squishing grapes that brown sweater the boots the jeans were perfect she even had this cute little hair clip on the side of her hair i love when jessica has wavy hair instead of like the straight like blowed out locks this looks like a natural look and yeah, the, the squishing grapes was my favorite outfit for sure. But the newsboy cap when she went to taste wine, literally, I was like, I want to buy a newsboy cap again because I used to have two because of Jessica Simpson. Oh, my God. Um, she I can't believe how much she, this beautiful woman has been a part of my life. And literally doing the research, I was like, wow, she has really put a dent on my fashion. Because I bought a newsboy cap because of her and she made it look so good. It made me want to go buy one again. She did. She looked amazing. That that was what I was going to say is that was my favorite outfit. The oh, yeah. She looked so hot. Like when they were getting ready to go and she had on that orange top and it was like a crop top and she had a sash around her waist too and the newsboy cap. She just looks so, so good and – Most people don't look good in orange, but she wears orange kind of frequently and she really pulls it off. I mean, she looked so good. And then when they were at the winery, I guess she was cold and she had this um, sweater that she put over it. And then it was like a totally different look. Like it was more uh, like it was just less bold and it was more sleek. And you could tell she was kind of hiding a little bit because at that point she was super famous. So she had her hair back and everything. And I just loved that whole outfit slayed yeah no she is the epitome of like jeans and dressy top do you remember that because it's coming back that fashion the dressy top and the jeans she literally made that work where she would look dressy but she's also dressed down it's like the perfect relatable girl look like it's aspirational but at the same time it it doesn't seem unapproachable yeah and the big diamond shape earrings the sparkly beret yeah 
and even I at the end of the show too. they're wearing this black leather couple outfit which I really loved at the end knowing what's to come in the future I was like wow they look like a real cute couple and I miss that look where when couples in the red carpets used to like you know dress alike and the black leather jacket together was super cute oh my gosh I loved that leather jacket and I thought they both looked so hot like you're right it was very cohesive and even though I I said that they must have stayed in now that I'm thinking of it like even though she said let's get room service I don't think they did because why would she get all dressed up like that just to have room service so maybe they just wanted to have like an off-camera anniversary meal finally after 10 anniversary meals on camera (laughs) yeah they were probably like we filmed enough today can we just have dinner alone without the cameras I can totally see that happening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this hair length even though you know Jessica is known for the long blonde hair and she's you know that looks lays I think this length for her is my favorite because she had this for like the first half of 2005 and I just thought she was like I'm just gonna say it again like unbearably hot like it's just her face works so well with that type of like short blunt cut where it's kind of like in the middle it's not so short um that it it doesn't look like boyish or twiggyish at all but it also is not those like long luscious locks I think it's just like perfect for her Yeah, especially in the beach waves. Like, she was super into the beach wave. I don't know if that's her natural hair because it just looks so easy, her hair. When Mm -hmm. it's – was Ken there? No, he was not there. So she had to do her own hair. Um, Yeah, no, I love the beach wave lengths that she has in this episode. It's It made me – I mean, I cut my hair short, but it made me excited to – go into that length when it grows out oh totally you're gonna look so good and so jessica and honestly that sequin beret that she was wearing i bought because of this i bought i think it was at either h&m or target i got one gray one and one black one so that i could look just like her so those are perfect and you have the hair oh i bet it looks so good on you you look Thank great you. in hats, by the way. I, I, I love your stories. And yeah, you have a great like head for hats. Like you're, you, you, The hats you wear are so cute. I love them. Oh my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah, I love hats. I feel like they can totally make or break an outfit. Yeah, they can. So, okay. That's basically the fashion segment. I think we went through everything because Nick is irrelevant. So... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure he would agree. Like, he's not going to win any fashion awards anytime soon. So it's fine. And so now we can get into rating the episode. So here at the Ashley and Jessica cast, we don't rate, like, three out of five stars. We pick something from the episode. So, for instance, you know, I rate this episode four out of five cans of Chicken of the Sea or whatever you want to choose. So, Vanessa, I have to ask, what do you rate this episode out of five and why? I would have to give it three champagne glasses. (laughs) a part of the episode just because three for me it wasn't that exciting the episode but it does give you a feel of what was happening between their relationship like we went through this whole episode and like just the digs and um you know you do get a feel of wow this relationship is kind of rocky and yeah not knowing what is to come in the future but looking back you're just like oh wow like this paints a perfect picture of why they were heading into divorce 
Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think I am going to give it three out of five drone shots of Daisy looking out the window, <laughs> begging for help, because I, I think this was very much like a classic episode of Newlyweds in that it hit all the marks. It did everything that we've already seen. So I can't give it a higher score because it was nothing new. It was nothing special. But there were still some cute moments on the show for a show called Newlyweds. It's so rare that we see Nick and Jessica like happy like genuinely happy together and at least there are some moments of that so it's cute and then I enjoy Jessica's outfits and I just think that you know looking at her is always fun like she always has some cute outfit on or some nice hairstyle or makeup or something that is entertaining so even when you're like slogging through this episode where it's like Jesus just separate already um (laughs) you still get that like good feeling from from watching her so so yeah that's my rating and Thank you again, Vanessa, so much for coming on to talk about all this with me. I feel like I could talk to you for another hour, but I should probably let you go. So would you like to let my audience know where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, and thank you for having me on. I had so much fun going back. I know while I was pregnant, I was re-watching the newlyweds. So like going back to do this research just made me happy again. Any excuse to go back and watch reality TV from the 2000s just makes me super happy. But um, yeah, you can find me on Best Week Ever Podcast on Instagram. And you can also, wherever you stream your podcast, especially um, the Ashley and Jessica cast, you can find Best Week Ever Podcast. And yeah, please check us out. And I am so grateful to be on your show. And I can't wait to have you back on 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 my show. Yes, that's going to be so fun. And make sure you check her podcast out, guys. When I release this, I'll also link to the episode I did with you a few months ago even though the you know the news is a little old at this point but we could always reflect you know we love nostalgia over here so um you can let that episode be your gateway drug because I feel like we talked about so many good things on episode like it was a really good one. <laughs> oh yeah and we talked about Ashley Simpson so if you of course people you guys love Ashley Simpson go back and check it out because we do do a little bit of a a gush of Ashley Simpson in that episode. Of course. You always, I mean, if I'm around, you know, that's going to happen. So (laughs) thank you again, Vanessa. And thank you everybody for listening. I will be back next week with another episode. I appreciate all of you and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capria Moon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessicast on Instagram and at Ashley Jessicast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear Ashley and Jessicast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.